for the Any Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. One, two, one, two. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation. The podcast. Yeah. Ha, ha. Back in the building. No doubt. Yeah, another week. Word up. Oh, man, what's good with you? How you been? What you been up to? Hey, man, I've been good, man, you know, working through it. Yeah. Making sure I'm negotiating, pitching, and proposing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is right now. Negotiating, pitching, and proposing. I can dig it. I can dig you it. You know what I'm saying? That's good energy. Yeah. Feel like I need Rich Paul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get me to get me the bread. I can dig it. Yeah. Rich Paul is good. He's that guy. He's a closer, huh? No doubt. Would you do you like uh you like pitching? I like pitching more than proposing. Really? Why is that? Because it's the proposals more like writing a bunch of shit? Well, proposals, you do a lot of work without getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, especially when it's like a, somebody requests a proposal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like further explaining the shit that you've already probably explained in a pitch or in a meeting. And um, so, and then in my early days of, uh, of business, all I knew was pitching and proposals. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I was writing proposals like a motherfucker. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And wasn't getting no goddamn closings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. right, okay. So, but then I started seeing a lot of people using my damn proposal in their business, you know what I'm saying? And not using me. So I was like, damn, these motherfuckers getting all this free game and then not even fucking with me. And so. On the last time, I was just like, you know what, man? I ain't proposing nothing else, man. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I took my website down. I stopped writing proposals. And then it was something Bevy said. I ain't writing no, I don't write proposals. I'm like, word. Mm-hmm. I'm like, me neither. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was, it was successful for her. Right. But she had a, you know what I'm saying? She had her own way of doing shit. So I had to develop my own way of doing shit. Mm. So I stopped, I stopped proposing shit and I just started working you know what I'm saying I figured if I worked and I did the work that I was proposing people would come to me anyway you know what I'm saying because I don't need them to do this work I don't need them to create the shit that's in my head Right. you know what I'm saying my work is my proposal so I just started fucking coming up with shit and coming up with people to do the shit with and partnering and collaborating until people could see oh shit I won't work like that and then they would come to you based on some shit that's already in the world, that's already branded you. Right. And so I started getting more business that way, and then the business be, started to roll. But now I'm at a point where I got to get to a, the next stage, which, you know what I'm saying, isn't easy to just roll into or draw the people necessarily straight to you in the way that you want to. So uh, the first way of... Uh, Starting to test your ideas to see if they're they're valid or if people will pay for them is to start writing them proposals again. So I got a couple of proposals that I need to finish writing. Mm. Um, it's just not my favorite thing to do. I, my time is better spent, you know what I'm saying, out in the world, shaking the hands, talking the talk, doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Doing the work, then drawing people to your phone, talking the talk, walking the walk, and doing the work again. It's crazy how that works sometimes, too, the way that, like you said, if you just do your own shit, more often than not, 
people to chase you down to work with you because they see you working. Right. Even if you've given them the idea that they could press the button on, Mm -hmm. that seems a little, I don't want to say harder to do, but that seems a little less likelier than you just doing that shit and then they seeking you out. You know what I mean? Which seems like it's almost counterintuitive. Like, I'm bringing you the idea to your front door. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is the idea. You could do this shit. Sometimes I get some. Who knows? Sometimes maybe they freaked out or they don't got the power. Whatever the, the yeah. I mean, it's a lot of variables, right? But it's just interesting that people will say, "Oh shit!" You know what? They out there like they rather go out there and seek some shit out. Mm-hmm. They, it's almost like you respect that kill a little bit more when you had to go out there and chase it, or you seen the shit doing some shit rather than the shit that was brought to your door, right. which is just as valid, right. if not even more. But it's proof of concept, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, I, I've talked about it here. You know what I'm saying? I talk about it all the time. Um, <clears throat> basically. A lot of times when you're not pitching at the high level, especially when you're first getting out there, you don't you don't understand. You're just trying to get in the right. door. So you pitching, you know what I'm saying, mid-level a lot of times. You know what I mean? And when you're pitching mid-level, you know what I'm saying, they got people they got to go pitch it to. Uh-huh. And then where I found my vulnerabilities were, were in the space of, okay, I'm here. I'm pitching. I ain't got no big established situation or no name behind me or nothing like that. And then I don't have no office on this this particular avenue that they could go to a point to and say, oh, yeah, yeah, they got the office here. So it's like when I'm taking in this idea, giving it to the to the person who I'm pitching it to, then they have to go take it to somebody. They have to think like, OK, what am I taking in here to my boss who just got back from the Hamptons? came in late on Monday, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I got to walk in his office. He got that brand new Rolex on and tell him I want to give $20,000 to this nigga in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which today sounds a lot different than it did in 2006, 7 and 8, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like what I call the theory of the $2,000 nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's a two thousand. I thought it was two hundred dollars. No, it's two thousand dollars. Okay. It's this is is when your pitch or your proposal exceeds that person's rent. Uh, then it becomes a different kind of conversation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's true as shit. So yeah. so you sitting down with somebody mid level who got to go pitch it to somebody else, right. and this proposal is say fifty thousand dollars, right? Yeah, and then. That person on the other side of you, other table, starts to think fifty thousand. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Shit, it take me motherfucking six months to make fifty grand, or or eight months, or ten months, or whatever the number is. You know right. what I'm saying? Shit, you know how many months of rent that is? Fifty right. grand. They making it personal. No, yo, it's gonna be, it's gonna automatic. Yeah. When the number gets uncomfortable, when the number yeah. gets above their living expenses, yeah. that shit's gonna start going there. Like, you know what I could do with fifty grand? And then he then got the nerve, right? Then you got the nerve, and then and I only found this out because a, a somebody in that position turned around and said, "Yeah, we'll do it, but you're gonna have to pay for this." Then it's like ten thousand dollars worth of shit. And I'm like, "Why would I do that? That don't make no you know sense. That don't make no sense. Yeah. First of all, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to do this thing. I'm only doing it because you guys want to do it and you want to sponsor it, but." I don't got to do it. I definitely don't want to have to pay motherfucking 15 grand and make no money to do it. I wonder how often they get that off. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they get it off often because 
The alternative is, okay, well, if I work with this big company, that'll give me clout. You know what I'm saying? I just do it for the, you know what I'm saying? I do Man. it for this this time. and then. But I could, I, one thing, I couldn't do it. I Shit, I couldn't pull 10 grand out just to put to some yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? That right. they, they actually proposed to me. So then I realized, she said, she said out of her mouth, she said, well, I'm not giving you 20 grand or whatever it was. Uh. And I'm thinking- Personal. No, like that. I'm like, first of all, in my mind, I'm saying, self, right. why would she think she's giving it to me? In here, you see it's itemized that the food gonna cost this, the place gonna cost that, the flowers gonna cost this, the host gonna cost that. Why would she say me? Mm. Because she has internalized this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That shit is 10 months of her rent. You know what she could do with 20 grand? You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving it to this nigga. Right, I'm not giving it to you. But you know what I got to do with the 20 grand? Yeah. I got to pay 15 for all that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I got to pay taxes. Right. I'm back to broke. Right. It's nothing. It's Just, nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It, it was it was nothing. This is business. It's so, a deal. So you're not giving me shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was pissed. And then I sat down and I thought about it. Like, yo, you know what I'm saying? The people you're pitching to as a business owner are not thinking along the same wavelength as you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that you're better or nothing like that. It's just they're thinking about it differently. Because I was thinking, because I had done deals with a lot of these people when I had a job too, when when our jobs were doing deals together, it was all good. Right. It was like, because they could easily walk in and say, well, we're doing this with this brand. Oh, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's clout for them. Right. But now you're out mm-hmm. and you're talking a different level and you're talking a different set of responsibilities and in when you work, all of that money is just work money, like monopoly money. But when you as you, that's all that shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you you have to talk with people that's on the same wavelength, which is people who can actually make the decision, who the decision is not gonna be personal, it's gonna be business. Right. Or a young upstart who ain't who just trying to make a name for herself to, by doing some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? So an upstart. Or a motherfucking owner, boss type motherfucker. Mm. People in the middle, it's gonna be cool if that's your first line of defense. That's cool, right. but you have to understand the psychology of you being an individual business owner and somebody that's at their job, working that job, had their own life stuff they got to deal with, and then they start looking at your number. And it's not to say you don't do deals with those kind of people because you're going to have to. Mm. It's just understand it's gonna be tougher. what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Because right. now that I'm older and I'm, I understand this better, I don't take it personally no more. So I could look at it like I understand that this person has these things on the table. So it's my job to make this thing easier to sell to the people they got to go sell it to. Yeah. I have to understand how to make them look good in this scenario so that they can be more qualified for their raise or they can be, you know what I'm saying? Get some clout in the boardroom and they can answer that question yeah. and solve that salute, have that solution. I have to give them tools to, to make them win. Right. And, and that's the most important part to think about when you're in this situation, pitching to people on the other side. Yeah. That's like some Sereno. Bergerac shit You know how he had to You know Yeah Put the shit in the hand They also they, I mean there's that 
that adage that says don't accept no from somebody that can't, can't say yes. They can't tell you yes. Yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. So, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? But you know, you're gonna have to deal with those. True. You're dude. gonna have to deal with it because yeah. everybody got somebody they answer to in all these equations. Even even I got somebody I gotta answer to. Shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you come bring this shit shit. I gotta think, is this shit gonna fly with my wife? You know what I'm saying? If I take this particular deal, right. is this gonna uh, satisfy the That's goals? Your boss. That's, That's what you gotta go speak to. I got bosses too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, this shit got to work for everybody involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if the business go backwards, then the house go backwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can't do that much. I've done that. Yeah. I've took all kind of L's on the house. Yeah. I don't think my wife set up to take no more of them. <laughs> Dig it. I you know what I'm saying? Shit. So they I, say nobody win when the family lose. Right. So when you pitching to me, you got to pitch to me in a way that makes sense. That was what even more though, that was the thing that I was kinda you said you prefer pitching more than the proposal. Are you are you somebody that'll just do like a off the cuff pitch or are you like a formal pitch kind of cat? Or is it like if you just having a conversation with somebody like a client, a potential client, you just chopping it up and the you know the the vibes is right, and you just say, yo, you know it'll be dope, da 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 da. Will you just fire off ideas like that, or do you kind of set up a context where you like, listen, I got some ideas I want to present? Or well, is it a it's combination? a I'm from the wild, so uh-huh. the pitch process can come any old kind of way, mm-hmm. and you have to always be open for that opportunity in that moment you know what i'm saying but i tell you this doing this podcast has helped me exponentially in that process uh-huh. because when you crack the mic you're gonna have to be there an hour and you're gonna have to have something to say right it, it ain't no you can't opt out and be like you know what i ain't really got much to say on that yeah i'm gonna just sit over here and chill right you don't have that option so i try no matter no matter what what the fuck you thinking or going through you got to remove yourself from it and get, execute it and, and talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. open up your mind. And, and and in real life, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So the exercise of being able to do that puts me in a place where when conversations come up and hard questions are asked or you're in the meeting and it, it swivels to something else or you have to, you, you hear an opportunity where you have an idea that can solve it. It's easy to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm I'm learning every day. I right. don't do it every day, but I'm learning as I go that shit. This is cool because it's all communication and storytelling. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just had to tell the story of this business product in a way that makes it seem like it could win. Yeah. But then when you get around people who really pitch and you know what I'm saying, who pitch every day, you know what I'm saying? So like working on the show with Will Packer. You can hear pitch in his voice every time he opened his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And enthusiasm. And, right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to make you believe this shit going to work. Right. Because shit. You know what I mean? I, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You hear pitch all in his voice. I'm selling this shit. I was on, I'm doing a deal now where I was on the call with this big agency. And the guy who brought me in, who suggested me for the job, he's introducing me to the, on this conference call. Right. And, you know, usually conference call or mundane and, you know what I'm saying? Hey, how you doing? All right. Then clean, bing, Ollie. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Check in to the conference call. It was like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, 
hey guys, da 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 da, da and woo woo woo, and this is Ali. Ali meet such and such and such and such. Ali, he's a great friend of mine. I met him, you know what I'm saying, on this tour back in the day, and and da 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 da, da and he's this and he's that, and he did this and he has a podcast and uh-huh. da 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 da. Ladies and gentlemen, it's like Ali Muhammad he brought you to the stage. My man on the other end of the car, he was like, hey man. You should be a late night show host. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he brought that whole shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He made them really feel like Ali Muhammad was walking in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know this is mean? worth your time. This is exactly. a moment. Yeah. And I learned a very important lesson in that whole conference call because they all talked in that manner. Like they all had right. this particular energy. Right. And I'm so removed from the corporate setting. Right. And I never really worked with with a like talent agency yeah. or talent agent. Yeah. So listening to these motherfuckers go back and forth in this thing, I was like, yo, I gotta up my motherfucking energy. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it was a it's a it was like it made the whole shit feel better. Yeah. You, nobody really questioned if I could do this or Absolutely. not. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. really was like, you know, I don't know about this guy. Right. Where's his office? Right. No one really questioned that shit. Yeah. I'm home in my drawers. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you was legitimate <laughs> as fuck. I'm legit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wasn't really in my drawers, but that's the sentiment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is, man. That's the sentiment. That's the freedom that you have for working by yourself. So, for yourself. So in that, I learned that you have to keep that. You have to bring that showtime with you. You know what, right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, I'm a laid back dude, so I don't really get all into all that. But- you have to respect people that do. Like, yeah. you know, your Will Packers, your Kenny right. Burns, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they bring Showtime. The sauce. Just like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to never question if or not they're going to bring the energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But motherfuckers see me coming, they be like, I don't know if he might be on his cool shit today. Right. Motherfucker actually had the nerve to call me stoic one time. <laughs> I had the nerve to call like me stoic? stoic. I feel like stoic is a, a honorable adjective, though. But I, I mean, but still, it, it ain't live. God damn, I might not be the livest nigga, but I damn sure ain't stoic. That's some old Marcus Garvey. Type but shit. but that's some real guarded shit, though. It's right. like when you're you're being guarded in right. your presentation. And you're you're trying to play it cool, and you're trying, you know what I'm saying? It's got open. You're trying not yeah. to look silly, and you, you know what I'm saying? You're not taking no risk. You playing defense. You you're, playing defense. You're playing defense yeah. on your own offense. Yeah, and that ain't cool. Nah, it's not. And you, yeah, but it take a while to get used to that shit. It take a while to get used to that shit. Uh, yeah, you got to get over. It. It's funny. I remember. Being in the writer's room one time, and it was this one cat. I wish I remembered his name. He I, he might have been a comic, but I never really seen him on the like on the circuit. But he was like he wrote comedy, and we were at like a you know we were just in the writer's room pitching jokes, and my man would pitch joke after joke after joke. And if them shits like with the same energy as if they hit. Mm-hmm. Or if they bomb, and some of them shits was bombing at the table, because right. what happens that like you know, especially like in a room like that, especially if everybody don't know well, everybody. Well, let the people know what a writer's room is. So a writer's room is a, a room where, depending on what type of project you're working on, if it's you know TV or if it's whatever, it's just a collection of you know uh, minds that come together for the purpose. In this in this case it's for some comedy shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, okay, I think we were we working on a show and it was 
you know, they might have needed some monologue jokes up front. So monologue jokes are just like, that's just jokes that are straight to camera. Just boom, mm-hmm. boom. They could be topical in nature. They could be, you know what I mean? But they're like typically like real quick one-liners, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But there's there's a good barrage of them, and mm-hmm. it has a rhythm to it, and you know what I mean? Right. And uh, so those those jokes get pitched. And those get put into a document, you know what I mean? And they, they become part of a script or whatever, right? Uh, so sometimes you might have the certain talent in the room that you're writing for, which could kind of be awkward if you don't have any real connection to that person or if you don't really under, you don't know their voice. But sometimes it's cool because if they're assertive enough, they can speak to their shit. You know what I mean? This right. type of person I am, da 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 whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or at least it'd be like, I don't know if I would say that. I'd probably say it like this. Or I don't know what you, I don't even know that reference. Mm-hmm. That type of shit. Because that kind of helps a little bit. Sometimes it don't. If they're there, they're not. But anyway, they pitching. People are throwing jokes out. Well, you got a joke for this? We got a joke for that? And oftentimes in the room, like I said, if these people, if you are meeting for the first time, there could be back to what you were saying. It could be more defensive uh, movement than open. It gets mm-hmm. open as it goes along, just like anything else. When you yeah. first start to meet people, so a lot of people are like, "Ooh, nigga, I don't want to." If I'm gonna throw out a joke, I need to, I need I it to be it. fire. I it's like oh, it's like playing. It's like passing the aux chord, basically. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? We playing beats in here. So, but there was this one cat. He was, I mean, he would throw some joints out there and some of them shits would be like, wow. Others would be like, oh, that's what you went with. But the fucking enthusiasm that he had from each one, Mm -hmm. I was with it. It was like, it was shoot or shoot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He was just like, fuck it. Boom, you know? Oh, damn, all right. That that, that was was an air ball. Oh, that shit clanked off the rim. But you know what? Here come, boom, that shit wet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His shit, because typically sometimes you can see people, you can see and it goes in, some people feel like they heating up. Right. They might engage a little bit more when they get hot and then right. they throw a dud out. They might step back for a little few rounds. Like they get meek, yeah, they fall back. <laughs> then they want to do the piggyback. You know, right. the piggyback on that right, instead right, of right. just throw their own shit out. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. The piggyback. The piggy. You know the that's piggyback. A whole, that's a whole culture. That's a whole skit on corporate the culture. Word, man. The piggy. To piggyback on what he said, and, and, and the piggyback on what he just said about what he just piggybacked off of. Yeah, that's a whole shit. Y'all know the piggyback. The piggyback. Yeah. The, it's all all these uh, boardroom motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, lingo. The newest buzzwords. Yeah, shit. That buzzword, man. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, the motherfucker who fade back into oblivion. <laughs> oh, just not even. Don't ask the... me shit. I ain't gonna say shit. I'm gonna yeah. play invisible here. And right. Be on my phone. Check some emails. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Shit, man. Speaking of shooting shots, did you see the All Star? Did you see any of these All Star game festivities? Yeah, I saw. I saw some of it. You know, what I'm saying dunk contest. You know, what I'm saying like a little. You know, I, I follow. I follow the social stuff because. You know, I'm typically there doing shit. So I was just monitoring what was happening and what was going on, who was doing what. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the side shows be just as important as the main show. Yeah. So, you know, I watched a little bit of that. Interesting shit. I saw, you know, uh, Damian Lillard Uh rapping and shit, like, opening up for, was it the game or one of of the side games? He was opening up 
Really? He did a he set? Was, yeah, he did a set. He can spit, though. He can spit. Yeah. But he's, he can't perform. He's stiff as a performer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough to master athletic performance mobility and loose goose rapper cool nigga mobility. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Because Some, like, yeah. I, I haven't seen it done yet. I haven't, yeah, seen, I haven't seen a cool, I haven't seen an athlete master the cool, whimsical, free-flowing, physical mobility of like a cool rapper. I've seen, yeah, and I guess, you know, if we're going to, I guess because it's the heights. If not I'm even think, the heights, because Damian Lillard no, not, I'm not that even tall. Talk, I'm not talking about the actual height, I'm just talking about the heights of their, their the level that they perform on. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen cats... Like back in the day, like in high school, you might see a cat that could play ball and he could rap. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't going to the league and he ain't getting a dick, but he could kind of, you know what I'm saying? He could right. kind of it could no, be I'm a hybrid. About, I'm talking about a professional athlete. Right. And, it, and it's got to be tough also. Like you at, because this is still looked at to pretty much 95% of anybody that's a, probably a Damian Lillard fan. Mm-hmm. That's his side shit. Even if he's right. dope. I mean, he, he on that talk about how his set was about how rich he was in oh, real so life. Good. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got you got because the thing is, well, that's that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. That's the go-to, especially if you feeling you might be feeling vulnerable out there. Right. You gotta go, you gotta shit, you gotta grab your dick. But my thing is, you you at the all-star game for being dope at your basketball shit right. amongst all your peers. Mm-hmm. That are dope at this basketball shit, and it's like some hidden talent type shit where you like, all right, well I'm I got all y'all niggas who I respect, y'all are my motherfuckers, and I'm gonna perform to y'all niggas now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta be something. It's gotta be weird, just I mean, for the, especially at that level. Not to say, but I will say this: if there was ever a outside of Shaq, because I think. Shaq was just such a fucking. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Like he, his presence was just his presence. His period. presence was just his presence. So everything that he did was different because he was just a big. And then he bigger than everybody everywhere. Right. So, so it's always gonna look yeah. different. But beyond Shaq, and I don't even know if he gonna get further than Shaq because Shaq, you know, and in they retrospect, had the beef. They had the beef. Yeah, and Shaq didn't really lose. Yeah, that, it that, wasn't. That. A, it, was, it wasn't decisive. <laughs> It was, it just got tired. Right. You know what I mean? It was just like, all right, how many records y'all niggas gonna go back and forth? This shit is ridiculous. Nobody's really airing the other one out. Damien, you right. spit better than Shaq, but Shaq is yeah. funnier than you. Right. And you're gonna say some slick shit. He might choose a better beat. Right. But this is the thing. Maybe if he get that that performance shit go, because skills wise, this no, is the most evolved we've ever seen. Seen a, an athlete, a, right? An NBA rapper, right? No doubt. This is, is no doubt. He better than he can really rap. He like he really been he, doing this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. He really been doing this shit. It's just to like to manure to. Uh, it's like the thing about athletes, their time and their schedule and their itinerary yeah. is so tight. From the time you're a kid, like you know what I'm saying, you don't really have real social time. When you're a, a talented athlete, you got a schedule. You got a fucking schedule, itinerary. You're here, you're there. It's travel, AAU. Especially if you're good. If you're good, you have, you're folk, everything. That's why niggas getting hurt so fast in the NBA because they've been already putting miles yeah. on their body from AAU, right? Yeah. So you don't really have time to just practice your, 
your stance and your walk. Because your walk and your stance is going to be counterproductive to your form. You know what I'm saying? Right. So your physical shooting form and the shit you have to keep your body under control and body control to make the ball go in is totally counterintuitive to it's a different type of muscle memories yeah just just you know what i'm saying Being getting cool, your cool your cool walk together and your your swag shit and your right. you know what i'm saying that shit is just like flowy and moving all over it's like snoop dogg and shit right. and method man when he rapping right. you know what i'm saying that shit you gotta make up in the mirror and you know what i'm saying that <laughs> you gotta rehearse you got, that yeah you gotta take time to get your your cool shit together how you gonna wear your shit as an athlete you ain't got time to be thinking about that shit Cause you you put on your motherfucking gym shit. I don't know about that. I, I bet even I never seen Allen Iverson rap. I heard the shit. It wasn't that good. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But Allen Iverson probably would be the closest one that could probably right. get it off. Right. But I I beg I I never. It's tough. It's I, tough. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Allen Iverson even didn't even look right doing it. Yeah, he probably. Didn't. I mean, he could, but it's also because. Your frame of reference is still him as a rapper, so it's such a leap. But I, what I'm saying is, like how you saying, uh, there's cats that don't that they spend so much time on their their physical form, form, and yeah. all of that shit. But at the same time, there's also that other layer of cats that spend that time on their form, and then they gonna spend their time on their little finish, their little signature, like. The way, especially some of these guards, the way yeah. they go, like you know, when they but, gonna cross you, they gonna make that yeah. shit look buttery. No doubt, and but that's that's, that's, that's 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 extra. But that's different than what a rap nigga no, gotta do. I, no, that's what I'm saying. I think they there are there's somebody. Maybe it's not this cat, but there's gonna be somebody that's conscious enough to know how to to I throw that little extra. I ain't seen it yet. Yes, yeah, we ain't it's, seen it's, it yet. This been still, still been trying to rap yeah, it's still <laughs> since beta. the '90s. Yeah, so. It's just like athletes are different in the real world. Like what Jordan had to do to make that shit look beautiful and majestic on yeah. the court, he damn sure can't do it in real life. What you mean? When you see Jordan in real life, he do not look cool as he did on the motherfucking court. Nah. Even when he was cool on the court. You know what I'm saying? In the in his day. Yeah, not too many of them. You know what I'm saying? Dr. J come across cool though. He said he felt Yeah, like he- Dr. J look cool. Actually, in real life. LeBron carries himself cool as motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, All right. so, but I couldn't see LeBron rapping though. As a rapper, the the cool that you had to have to be a rapper. Yeah, but he also we about six nine. Yeah, he taller than a motherfucker. Yeah, he taller. Tough. You know what I'm saying? I think it's it's tough because there's no context for either sides of these shit. Still, <laughs> still the beta because it ain't really been a whole lot of six nine rapping motherfuckers that don't play basketball. But I'm saying like like Lillard ain't six nine. No, I know. It's just it's just it looks stiff in rap world yeah. m- measures. Yeah. But in basketball measures, that shit you have to be that way. Like right. you 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 kind of have to have this type of control right. of your body that rappers don't have to have. Right. Rappers just let that shit just be all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when, but you even with rappers, like, you see it adjust. You see their <laughs> like their early shows where it's, it's it's a little bit more tight, right? And then they finally, and then when they find you know certain rappers when they find their little go to moves, right? That becomes their signature. <laughs> do their little go to, you know, all certain rappers got right. their little shits, 
Anyway, man. Yeah, uh, but you know. But yeah, so I, I so saw, he cracked it open. He yeah, I saw he Damian. Rapped. I don't think it was the All Star game. I think it was like one of the like dunk, skills one and all them, that shit. Yeah, up, one of them shits. Yeah. But um, he did his thing. The song was dope. I yeah. liked the song. You know what I'm saying? It's just he got to work on that presentation. Yeah. He like he looked like an opening act. You know what I mean? Right. And which of course he'll get better with time and right. more practice and shit. But it was also dope that a motherfucker that's at the top of the NBA game mm-hmm. was able to step back and get out of his real comfort zone yeah. and perform at his amongst his peers yeah. in some shit that he he wanna do. Right. Like you don't usually be able to get to do that kind of shit. Yeah, you know nah, what I'm saying. It, it seems like they really they be looking out for the for the players and shit like that. Man, nah, set the tone. Yeah, and it, yeah, it looked like it's real cool and inclusive and all that. But to that point, the fact to your point, the fact that he even did all of that makes me uh, not say root for him, but makes me like I'm not gonna write it off just yet because this nigga he might just like with anything else he might fully develop. Right. You know what I mean? Especially the more he putting himself out there, like. Cause everybody's seeing, oh, he's serious about this shit. I'm sure other rap people are like probably picking his phone up. I think I saw a photo with him. I think it was Pusha T. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they yeah. did a record together. Yeah, in store together. Okay. Um, actually, Kiana. Okay. From Fan you. Yeah. KJ Rose. She hosted it. Okay. She actually, it's a video that she put up that uh, she actually did. <laughs> Supposed to be, I guess, freestyle battling. Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? It was shout out know, to Kiana. It was unjust, but a hell of a singer. You know what I'm saying? It was unjust, but you know what I'm saying? It was fun. I I didn't know she had it. Then she, her brother did his little thing, and uh, you know what I'm saying? It she was, could spit. She was, you know, it's like the jokey. I'm a I, you ain't think I could do this type uh, of shit. You okay, know what the, the misdirection. Yeah, the misdirection. Oh, okay. I'm a cute. I'm the host. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I sing. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Who knew? Who that, knew Kiana yeah, yeah. could drop a free? Right. But Kiana just always been. A fun time person. Like, That's what's up. Like that type of shit is her type of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Even from I, I knew her from Fan You. Right. And just singing and just doing her motherfucking shit is what she do. Right. So she's been on the upswing. She uh, she trained uh, performance trained Lil Nas X. Okay. Like she's been doing training for a minute, but Lil Nas X was a breakout. Yeah, and you know they won the Grammy for best video performance this year for, uh, for Old one, Town Road. Well, I don't know if it was oh, Old okay. Town. Or, uh-huh. I guess it was Old Town. Uh, okay. Or, or the other one? What's the That's other Panini? one? Panini. Tsunami. Panini. Panini. I never one. seen that, but I know Old Town Road had all of the you know Chris Rock and then Jay yeah. and Ha Ha Davis and all that. Either one, they won the Grammy for best uh, video performance. So. That's what's up. So you know, what I'm saying Kiki Ke- 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 got a Grammy. There you go. That's what's up. That's big. Shout out to Fan U, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of Chicago, All Star was in Chicago. Yep. See, you know what I'm saying? Out of all, you know, I can't say out of all the cities, but I I have this, I'm looking at Chicago and what they're doing culturally mm-hmm. on the ground. Mm-hmm. And when the city come to, when the NBA All Star came to the city, it was like a lot of cats on the ground got to participate right at a high level you know what i'm saying yeah like then it got to really showcase the amount of talent and culture that's coming out of that place yeah you know what i'm saying especially in sneaker fashion right. art you know what i'm saying it's like more well-rounded than a lot of places like sometimes cities you got a lot of artists from a city you know right. like musical artists like yeah rappers you know, right. singers and shit producers and then but like in Chicago, you got, you know what I'm saying, a lot of niggas that participated that was 
visual artist. Like Hebrew did a, a collab with Wilson basketballs and oh, shit. Yeah. And then you know what I'm saying you got the cat who owned the sneaker store that did the collab with Nike for Don the C. Not Don C. One of the other cats, Joe Fresh or something like that. Okay, you know Joe. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, Joe Fresh. Joe Fresh Goods. Yeah, he Joe Fresh Goods. He drop had a drop. You okay. know what I'm saying. So it was like you could see the amount of talent. Uh-huh. That's doing shit on a national, global level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Coming out of that city, which, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times when these big events come, they come, they go, and then the like the local talent don't really get to be immersed in the system. Right. It speaks to what's going on in Chicago and the renaissance that they're having right now. Right. That they were able to have so many guys that not only were doing products and collabs, but that was actually, you know what I'm saying? producing the things for the brands, the events and the activations, like they the home of that shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Nah, they, yeah. And it looked like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you, when it go to other cities, it looked like the NBA come in, dwarf it. National promoters come in and then they leave the fuck out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't look like that. Chicago it looked like the Chicago niggas had that shit held down and they was good. They curated it. They curated their city. Yeah. And that don't usually get to happen, so it's big props to Chicago. Yeah, shout out to Chicago. I Ch- think they've been on some, I mean, for years and years, but definitely as of late, they know how to curate what goes on in their city, especially mm-hmm. like culturally, and then, you know, outside, you know, on top of that, they have a huge basketball history. You know what I mean? So I that mean, shit. the GOAT is from the, the right. city. You know, right, right, Not right. from the city, but, but he's, you know, he represented. He's got a big-ass statue out there, you know, and then even just... Shit, all the other shit that they got going on. So that, yeah, that was ill. Speaking of which, on like some activation shit, mm-hmm. uh, I saw. Did you see Kanye giving out his sneakers? Did you see what he At did? The game? Nah, oh, he wow. was doing some shit. He had these tanks. Oh wow! Going through shit was wild. It looked like some old uh, Elon Musk type shit. Right. He had these wild looking. I wouldn't be surprised if they were some Elon Musk looking tanks. They in, all through Chicago. And they got the new basketball sneaker, the Quantum. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them shits out, but you got to take the shoes off your feet and swap out. Mm-hmm. And they were shutting certain motherfuckers down. So if you came has, in fresh, you like, Argh. yeah. Couple motherfuckers, there's one motherfucker, he had some he had some Air Force Ones that was leaning and they, they was like, no, sir. Which is embarrassing. But they ain't let them trade them? I don't, that's what they, I, this was, that's, that's what the story up, is. Though. I don't know, let me not, let me not even say that might not even be that might not even be uh, what's the word? Accurate. Accurate. But that wasn't the word. But yeah, that, that's well, this is the meaning. It this might, might not, not be true. It might true, not be true. true. It might just be some yeah, fake some, news. Might some, be fake yeah, news. Yeah, some internet bullshit. But uh, yeah, you just swap out your your kicks and they throw you these uh, these easy quantos. I thought that shit was kind of cool. Just how the rollout was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shit. Then fucking Don C did his, he did a sneaker for Nike that came out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Virgil put out the the five. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chicago on fire, man. They killing it right now. And, and you know, yeah. you got to give it, I, I love to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 I never spent much time there. You know what I mean? I, I like that city a lot. I, I work with a lot of, lot of agencies there. I get a lot of money from Chicago. Yeah. But, on the ground, when you do go through there, you yeah. could you could feel it, and oh, they yeah. don't get a lot of props, and they don't get a lot of a lot of the fanfare that some other places get. You know, what I'm saying New York, L.A., you know, what I'm saying even Atlanta, right. Right. Atlanta get a lot of fanfare 
about the shit that they do yeah. because they have a lot of music presence, you know what I'm saying, which travels far. Right. But we're around it as a com- cultural community. They got it popping, dog. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it feels like it's a lot, and not even just with the NBA, but from the shit that I see, it feels like there's a it's a real participation city. Like right. there's a city, but it's a city that makes itself available to the locals there to utilize that shit. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of like little programs and stuff like that where you know you could go. Like you know if you want to rap, there's studios that are you know in in high schools and shit like right. that that have like these programs that are accessible for anybody like you know what i mean like they really mm-hmm. there's a lot a big push on the arts there's a big push on like entrepreneurship and you know what i mean like yeah so salute to chicago man it's good to see that good to see them get some shine i initially when i thought about it, i was like i know it's gonna be cold as fuck out it there was one degrees dog. yeah but i heard the other days wasn't too bad i mean it was cold too but after it'd be one if it's yeah. 30 that shit feel like 97 yeah, like summer yeah i didn't see a whole lot of the uh one i had shows but then two you know since i cut the cord i this is one of the few times since i cut the cord where i feel disconnected from what's popping mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like when that all-star, especially the dunks, you know what I mean, all of that shit start coming down your timeline and you can't access it in the mm-hmm. moment. You got to wait for the fucking Twitter video to mm-hmm. show up. Yeah, man. Niggas getting robbed. You know what I'm saying? Hey, That's what they say? Yeah, they said uh, some people feel like, a lot of people feel like, especially in the moment, I don't know if right. people are walking it back, nah, but it a was, lot of people feel like Aaron Goodman got robbed. Yeah, because they felt like he got robbed last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's two years in a row. I don't think he got robbed. I don't, I didn't see, again, I didn't see it, but I'm going to just see from what I seen on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I only seen one dunk from the other kid, Derek, that mm-hmm. like, this is just from what I seen as a cord cutter, mm-hmm. what made it to the timeline. I seen the one dunk, it was kind of ill. It was like a reverse. Yeah. It was like a reverse. That shit was fire. That shit was fire. That shit was fire. Then I saw the Aaron Goodman shit where off the backboard the that shit one was fire. that shit was bananas. Yeah, that shit was bananas. And then I saw when he jumped over what's the taco. Taco. I'ma be honest with you. I'm tired of all of that jumping over fuck. The shit ain't that it. I mean but, it's just, yeah. but see the thing with wild fuck I you know the other cat did a jump over two people with through the legs. That, that was dope. But I didn't see that. The the one on with Taco. Uh-huh. He ain't even make it over his he head. He ain't clear the nigga. He definitely you know he put the balls on his neck. He ain't clear the nigga, man. So you, how you going? You can't give him the perfect score. He ain't clear the nigga, man. This, and I, I agree with that. All on the back of his head, and Taco was bending down. Like it was probably almost impossible to jump over the nigga. So you just right. had him there for visual effect, right? But dog, yeah, you ain't clear. It's my thing. Is it okay? So what I thought, what I saw in the thing, it seemed like. He just did that out the blue. That was some real improv shit. So he get a little bit of credit for the fact, like he just looked at, from what they were saying, he just looked oh, in the arena. Was like, who the, who the tallest nigga in here? On some old. I don't think so. Oh, okay. That wasn't. You think it, it was like already Taco worked was out for the moment? Okay. All right. <laughs> I and don't know. I mean, other, but you know, what I'm saying you ain't okay. gonna, you're not gonna set your whole dunk contest on just let me see if Taco gonna participate with me. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it wasn't even Taco. Like, it was just whoever's going to be tall in here. If it's going to be Shaq, it's going to be. But you still got to get the tall nigga to agree. Right. To get nuts on the back of his neck. Which has got to be a weird conversation. (laughs) Hey, Taco. 
<laughs> I know you're new in the league. You know what I'm saying? Hey, would you like to participate with me? <laughs> Slap my balls against the back of your neck. It's just also you're a fucking tall ass prop. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Did Taco get any minutes in any of the functions outside of just? No, he he didn't make the All Star. I mean, but see the thing is, because he's not really, he don't really he, play that much. But but the just internet don't. voted the nigga. They damn near voted him in just to get dunked over. No, no, they damn near voted him in the All Star game because he's popular and everybody's rooting for the nigga. Just because he's tall, because he's he's the tallest mother. He already had a a, a rabid fan base from college. Where was he? Where he go to like, school at? You know, Central Florida, or some shit. Okay, like that. but I mean, this nigga is the tallest motherfucker ever. Like, you know right? What I mean? Just, just yeah. standing up. So you know, once you get the college kids behind you, and right. you, you, he got a base. Like, they had to bring this nigga up from the G League because the fans was like, Nick yeah. Taco, he's the people's champion. Yeah, he's a people's champ. They love him. You know what I'm saying? How tall is he? Like seven four or something. Crazy. Cause Shaq is what seven four one, seven one seven. Okay, cause I saw he dwarfed Shaq. Yeah, not yeah, dwarf. dwarf, but he yeah, made he, Shaq look like regular. like a regular motherfucker, <laughs> which don't never happen. Right. Oh man. But, but he's the people's champ. Like Boston, they love him. Like you know, what yeah. What I'm saying? Like they kind of be chanting for him to get in the game, and the coach be like, ah, damn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying we trying to get to the motherfucking playoffs. Right. <laughs> we got time. Uh-huh. This to ain't be, no, it's a gimmick. We not playing to, time to be developing a nigga. You know so is he not that good? It's not that he's not that good. He's just not already ready for prime time yet. Yeah, okay. He's a rookie. Right. You know what I'm saying? He still got development things that he need to do. Yeah. He's in a good place because the fans do love him. And, okay. And motherfucking teams love fans in the seats. Yeah. So motherfuckers love selling jerseys. Right. So Taco. You know what I'm saying? Nigga got a great name. Right. Taco. Yeah. What's his last name? <laughs> Taco Fields. Taco okay. Fields or right. something like that. Field. Taco. That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It might be Taco, but everybody say Taco. Uh, disrespect. <laughs> no, it ain't disrespect because I don't really know what it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's T-A-C-K. They oh. don't really want to get to know it. They just say, Nah, that's just a good shit. Once they better. give you a name, they give you a name. It's like, <laughs> Toby. It's like, it's like the Greek freak. You know what I'm saying? He might be from Greece, but he's really Nigerian. Yeah, but he grew up in Greece. Right, but he's yeah. not in Nigeria. I'm sure yeah. he don't like to be called Greek and a freak. No, I think he's down with that. I think he, I think, I don't know. I think I saw some shit where he was he like for be. it. He might be, but the internet ain't for it. Anyway, the the, the the African contingency of the Oh, internet. yeah, they might not fuck with that. They not, I, that's why I that's got appropriation. I didn't even know he was Nigerian. It was like, they. They need to stop calling him Greek freak. He's uh, Nigerian. Right. I can understand. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. I heard he was getting busy. Yeah, he gets busy. Yeah, man. So I missed but all of that. Fuck all that. I fuck with my man, Ja Morant. Where him going back and forth with Steph Curry? Nah, just in general. He got busy? Nah, he wasn't in all um, he wasn't in the All-Star game. What you mean? What you fuck with him about? Just as a player. Oh, you just wanted to shout him out. Yeah, I just wanted to shout him oh, out. Oh, okay. You know Not fuck for all, nothing fuck all related. John Morant oh. out here getting busy. This nigga motherfucker wild, man. He Where? Like, What's he, he doing? Like, he like Iverson. Back. He, like, he like a like the same kind of energy Iverson brought. Okay. That's what he doing now. Okay. This nigga, he might be 6'4", maybe 6'3", some right. shit. He dunking on niggas. He doing really? all kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going for it. He going all the way for it. I got to see this cat. He like he, he from the same spot where Zion from. They played on the same AU team. Oh, okay. So in the Rising Stars game, you know what I'm saying? It was everybody was happy to see them. Right. Like Didn't he throw him an alley? He threw threw a few alleys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He threw an alley through the legs. You know what I'm saying? So what you think of Zion? I think Zion's a beast. Yeah. 
Yeah. He getting busy. He I think busy. I think he just he hasn't played long yet because he had the injury. Mm-hmm. But I, shit, what he's doing, he's like big as fuck. Mm-hmm. Look strong as fuck. Yeah, he look like he, he act could, strong as fuck. Yeah, but then he fast as fuck. Yeah, could jump high as fuck. He confusing <laughs> you know as fuck. He, it's what you gonna do with him? Living misdirection. <laughs> what are you gonna do with him? Yeah. Motherfucker could still dribble and still do all that guard shit. But he gonna jump out the building and, and dunk that shit and oh man, his jumper's funny looking. But it, it hit, it's wet. But, but it's it the hit. funniest look because it's like it don't he don't jump that high for a nigga that could jump like that. When he do his little jumper, it's like a real. It's like a, a it's little, a hop. A little, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, it's a hilarious. It ugly as um his teammate stout was ball a ball. You know what I'm saying? Alonzo Ball, his jumper looked fucked up. Well, yeah, I think he fixed it a little bit this year. It going in or. I ain't watched. I ain't really oh, watched okay. much of him. I'm only watching Zion really. Oh wow! The nigga got a, that nigga got a new hairdo though. Oh, do we? What's the latest? He got the. He got the. Who who got that hairdo? It made everybody. Lil Yachty. Not Lil Yachty. He got the motherfucking uh, uh, what's my man name? Travis, Pop Smoke. Travis Scott. Type oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Pop Smoke. All these yeah. niggas got that same yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 MC8 yeah. shit. Right. 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 That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was like, okay, okay, Lonzo. He out here. Lonzo trying to look like a Lonzo for real. Oh, that's Lonzo. I thought you said Zion had no, that No, 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 Lonzo. Zion got the same shit. He had a little high top with the little cuts on the side. Right, right, right. Like real, uh, he remind me with that, like, uh, what's my man's name? Grandmama. Uh, oh. Larry Johnson. Yeah. He got a little Larry Johnson energy with him. Yeah. Um, and you know what I'm saying? I think he... he he uh he out there getting busy, man. Yeah. Um, I just watched this video of Shaq in his rookie year, uh-huh. like going back and forth with Jordan and shit. And so I, I didn't realize how dominating Shaq was, even though you knew it, but just yeah. to watch it when yeah. he young and still slim and yeah. shit. Yeah, he's like Godzilla. <laughs> but Zion looked bigger than, way bigger than what he looked like because Shaq was still kind of slim with right. it. Zion is all swole up. Yeah. Like a big old man child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. That's like a, that's definitely an offensive foul coming. He's dropping you. Yeah, he dropping you. Don't, don't jump with him. I mean, you could take it, but woo, I wouldn't advise it. I saw somebody get banged on just re- I can't remember who it was. And it was like, it was a statement too. Like, ah, oh, who was somebody just, they, damn, it was ugly too. Like, I forget who it was. It might have been your man, John Morant. John Morant, wild man. What's, yeah. he, he, you know, what I'm saying he, he wild to the point where you be like, damn dog, you might hurt yourself. But then you realize he's young as fuck. And right. Don't give It'll a fuck. Yeah. And he be flying from wherever. Nigga tried to jump, dunk on Kevin Love, like down there from the free throw line. <laughs> like Kevin Love just standing there with his hands. Kevin yeah. Love seven feet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. John Morant coming through the lane like ah, he ain't make it. Uh huh. But he, <laughs> he was going for he it. He tried it though. Like, what's wrong with you? Size of this motherfucker. You know I mean, I'm coming back. It's like, gonna happen. Like, what's wrong with it's you, gonna man? Happen. <laughs> you gotta calm down. Yeah. Man, that motherfucker, wow. But yeah. he just play in a city where you don't get to see that shit often. Yeah. Oh man, I've been fucking with. Uh, Narcos came back. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was too. Yeah. yeah. What happened? <laughs> I see Narcos on the Netflix shit, right? You know what I'm saying? New Narcos. I'm like, oh shit, Narcos mm-hmm. is back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm grabbing my little Apple TV remote. Right. Click, clickety, click, click, click. Click on the shit. Shit, come on. 
boom, narcosis shit. Right. Watching the shit. And I'm like, damn, they must be doing a flashback or they must be going back in time a little bit because I'm, I'm feeling like I saw some of this shit. Right. But I'm like, I don't remember it. Right. But I'm feeling like I saw it like deja vu. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going with it. Get through a whole fucking episode. The next episode come on. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I think I seen this. My wife come in. She like, oh, I seen this part before. And I'm thinking I'm watching some new shit. She was like, what you watching? I'm watching some new Narcos and shit. Right. Brand new. Then she sit down. She's like, it just seems like I seen this. I'm like, yeah, I think they're doing a flashback. This shit redundant than a motherfucker. And then after she said it, I was I started second guessing myself. Uh-huh. So I hit the Google on Uh-oh. the slide on my phone. Uh-huh. Like, episode two, Mar- Narcos, Mexico, season two. And it wasn't the shit I was watching. Right. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm watching some old ass shit. But uh, I had I had promised the motherfucking remote to my wife after this episode, so uh, now I done wasted two episodes watching some old shit, some reruns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying, I guess, catching up. That's what happened though, because what was it about eight months ago when that shit went up? That's the thing with these Netflix shows; you could easily do that. Yeah, because you watching the whole shit in one weekend. I watched the last season, right? Like in three days, right? And you know, <laughs> and I don't re- I don't remember almost all of the little things. Uh, that's hilarious though that you got caught. That <laughs> that's funny as shit. I didn't get caught like that, but I got caught when they, you know, when you start watching season two, they do a whole like three minute recap video of season one just to get you up to speed. And I'm bullshit, and you know, most of these shows you be forgetting. Narcos is what trained me for Parasite. You know what uh, I mean? Like you know, you gotta get your you gotta get your shit together. Right, right, right. You gotta, you gotta get your reading on because what happens with me and Narcos initially is I fuck around and miss three scenes because I'm trying to do too much. I'm on the computer or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and then you three scenes away, you don't know what the fuck happened because you don't hear, you can't hear what's going on. I don't speak Spanish to where I knew what was going on, so I'm running shit back, running shit back. But initially, that little three minute catch up. I'm halfway watching, but they're not watching. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to run it back. When that shit was gone, that shit was gone. <laughs> you can't even find it. I had to go online. I had to go find it on YouTube. To get what? The little three-minute, like, yo, uh, from last season. You know, the, oh, the yeah, recap. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They yeah. give you the little, they, it's right. like a pre-roll they put on that shit. Oh, they take those away? They, you can't even find that shit. Like, I couldn't find it nowhere on the thing. I looked through the episodes, looked through the little trailers. They don't do the shit on the, when the new season start? They do it one time. Okay. And if your ass, yeah, if you, you ain't locked in, you fucked up. You fucked up. So I went to rewind for the shit. The shit was nowhere to be seen. I'm trying to, I had to go find the shit on YouTube just to, <laughs> just to get back with it. But uh, I should have did that. Yeah, I should have been looking for that. I just no that that shit be fuck you up because they had a new shit up there, and when you click it, it go to some old shit. Yeah, that's why. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, get your system together, Netflix. Yeah, but you know, I take the L, so I ain't get to start. So, but you, you at least you got something to look forward. But I was excited though. I thought I was good. I'm, I'm settled all settled back into my seat. Like yeah, I'm watching some new shit. Yeah, old ass shit. Hilarious. I'm curious to think what you think of this season, man. You watch how much you watch? I'm probably about seven episodes in, maybe. I'm gonna so, start that shit tonight. Yeah, I'm 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 deep in there. I, I you know I ain't gonna yeah. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I had to I had to turn the damn remote over to my wife so she could finish watching the Pope. What's that about? Who's in that? I don't know. I, know I mean, the, it's about the Pope, I would imagine, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know who the actors are. Fuck okay. Fuck. I know the Sharon Stone was in this episode. Okay. 
So, well, that's it. That's all I knew. Uh, so y'all got to find a new show to watch together, or y'all back? Y'all just doing your own solo? Yeah, we on our own shit. She she on the Pope and High Fidelity. Okay. She like she like white people shows. Hilarious. Like you know white what I'm saying? Like show. white people going through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all her shows be like white people in like some crazy ass situations. I watch. I've been watching some of High Fidelity. At first, I thought it was only four episodes. The way they spaced it out. And I was cool with it just being four episodes. I was like, all right, maybe this should wrap itself up. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's not a. It's I seen the movie. You know what I mean. So it's and I haven't seen the movie in so long that uh, I forget exactly how faithful it is to the movie. Mm-hmm. Some of that, some of it. I like Zoe Kravitz a lot. I like I like Homegirl. I think her name is La Devon. I forget her name, but Shorty from Dolomite. Mm-hmm. I think she's mad funny. Uh, shout out to my man Kevin Iso. I see him on a couple comics on there. Justin Tyler's on there. Um, but some of that shit feel a little sentimental for a different audience. You know what I mean? Like in the way, like other a, than you. No, like I'm thinking this shit is. This is a re. I don't know who the audience is, but I would imagine the audience is younger than me. I would imagine the audience is people that didn't maybe didn't see the movie. There's probably obviously it's gonna be people that saw the movie because there's the you know they they invested. They're like, let me see what this is. But like just some of that shit, I don't think it translates to 2020. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got a record store, like big ass record store. In, in, Who fucking, paying that rent? But that's New York thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's New Yorkers thinking like right. shit. That shit, hi y'all niggas. I ain't yeah. seen. I, I sat there and watched about four episodes. With, no, three episodes with her, mm-hmm. and I ain't seen nobody pay for a record. Nah, I see somebody come in and trade some records in that they gave right. them some money. Her brother right. came in there a few times. Right, just friends popping in. I read for that. Did you? Yeah, that acts that actual scene too. That which uh, one? Uh, the brother to trade for the records. I remember reading that whole. You too blood dark. I'm a black nigga, but you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> like she, she did. Look, man, yeah, I'm light sh- bright. I look, man. They, you know, sometimes when I be getting these auditions for shit, I'm like, yo, this ain't this ain't gonna be. Wait, who's the, this? Ain't gonna really. But they like, nah. You should just go. You gotta show your face anyway, because it's the whole thing is they feel like the more you go. And I think it happens. You start to be you build a little bit of a rapport with the casting agents and shit like that, and then they kind of think of you for other shit, right? Because they start to be familiar with whatever. What I don't like, I'm not even mad at reading for some shit that I ain't that that I might not that. I don't like the fact because I'm not an actor like that. I don't like the fact with these a lot of these auditions, you might not get the sides to like the day before, mm-hmm. and it'd be four pages of lines, and I'm not that line learning motherfucker like right. that. Right. Even though I do use the line learner app, if you if you fucking trying to learn lines and shit like that, there's an app <laughs> on the phone called Line Learner that's the, pretty ill. The Line Learner app. Line Learner app. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, that's how you just try to learn that shit like a song at that point. You know right. what I'm saying? It might not, you know, but uh, you know, you might not be all the way off book. That's the only thing that's like that used to have me kind of feeling a certain type of way going into these auditions. I feel like I, I'm doing a book report on a book I didn't even read. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm half bullshit and I'm trying to still look at this. You know what I mean? Like I'm not that, that ill. That is acting. That is acting, but. There's a way, I'm talking about auditioning, because there's a way, like, there are motherfuckers that'll get that shit, 
eight hours before the shit mm-hmm. and be off book the next day. Right. That ain't me. Like, I could get close to, I could kind of get close to being off book or I could kind of understand the motivation here and know what I'm going to go with. No, right. at least the sides right. I'll get through. But, uh, but you it, know, I might still have to steal a glance. And I'm not that ill to where, like, this certain actors, they could be doing their thing, steal a glance at the script, and not miss a stride. Right. It's almost back to the Damian Lillard shit, right. where it's like certain motherfuckers just know how to move with that, that shit. They've been, they've they, been practicing they that move. They've been shit. practicing comedy shit. Yeah, so I'm, lo- I'm looking at him, and then I'm, I got, I'm reading my, I'm damn near on the screen. Like, looking like Damian Lillard. Yeah. Look at that. Damien Little and Damien Lemon. There you go. Shout out to, to the Damien. To the Damien. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like what I said. Like some cats keep it on. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you know that's the business that you're trying to be in. Yeah. It's like no matter what, you had to feel like, all right, whatever this shit is, I'm going to have my shit on and it's going to be showtime. Yeah. I might not be the best at the shit. I might not remember all the lines. But the lines that I do motherfucking remember, sell them shit. You gonna remember me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the fuck is the goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 like I said, you learn that from people who keep that shit on like that. Not on like internet on, like motherfuckers who be on the internet and talking they talk. I'm talking about like real life on people that could turn that shit on. Yeah. And have that shit on. And it's like my man and on that conference call, man. You know what I'm saying? I like, I need to be more like that. And yeah. I'm not like that. But now that I've seen it, I'm going to practice that shit. So when I do get in the situation again, I'm going to be like that. It's a good skill to have. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's like throwing the ball deep. You know what I'm saying? Like you, get, like you set it up for a nice. There's certain people that have that talent, that know how to connect people. They know how to introduce people to you to where mm-hmm. you feel like, okay, this is a person worth knowing. Right. In a way that's like. It's completely organic, so right. it seems. Right. They just know how to. They know how to hit the 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 nice little points to make, and right. a, you know what I mean. Yeah, but, that's but a skill. See, the thing about it is, in real life, I do know how to do that, but I know how to do it on a. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying on a person to person level, like without the fanfare, like very right. You know what I'm saying? My mouth to your ears type of shit. Nah, this the dude, cause blame, 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 and then when the motherfucker did that. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker yeah. did this. And that's the nigga you need to know. So you can do and that, it. That's the type of shit I do. But that ain't that ain't showtime. That ain't that's like that's like people for people who know. You know what I'm saying? And that shit right there is like closed door situation type of talk. Yeah. I mastered the closed door situation behind the scenes as, you know what I'm saying? You know, this motherfucker who is real motherfucker, I'm a real motherfucker, you need to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the type of shit that I'm talking about, that's the type of shit you could walk anywhere and do that shit, not just in a closed door situation. You could open that bitch up and be like, listen, y'all. Right. It's like basically when you're saying run back the writer's room. It's the difference between if you're talking to somebody that you got a shorthand with just because you, yeah, you talk mm-hmm. a lot and you say, oh, do you, you would fuck with this person because you can yeah. even say some shit like that. Right. You would fuck with this person because right. of such and such. Right. And it, it is it's understood. Right. Whereas when you got to do a cold intro mm-hmm. to somebody that has no context and don't have the same little shorthand right. that you, you know what I mean, that you have with other people, you got to make it 
you got to make it clear right. to somebody that it's absolutely foreign to and make right. it urgent. And, and I'm used to dealing with people who got the shorthand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not even dealing with that other shit. Right. I'm just shorthand motherfucker. Like, nigga, you know this shit. Nigga, right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, talk that talk yeah. to. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But, yeah. But when you got you got to, the people who succeed are able to do that regardless of the audience mm-hmm. and the listener. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you could Sherpa for anybody. Like me, I've been closed off in my Sherpa ring. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. This only this was real niggas and shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, we ain't about all that other shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That type of shit. Because yeah, that type of shit I come up under. Uh-huh. So I had to expand that and open it up. That's why my businesses have failed. Like the ones that I, like my magazine, uh-huh. 21st Century Hustle. This shit for go getters, visionaries, <coughs> moguls. If you know, and you entrepreneurs, know. Entrepreneurs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Entrepreneurs, go getters, visionaries, and moguls. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's regular motherfuckers like, I ain't damn one of them. I don't know what the fuck he talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking too much shit in a closed loop. Uh huh. Therefore, you can't open it up. And I always say this shit. Hiram Hicks, who was a legendary record label person who was Puffy's manager at the time when I launched the magazine. But Drew Hill, too, right? He, um, yeah, he, he, signed, signed, he signed discovered him. Drew Hill. Right. He was like a legendary record company dude. He's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, okay. We said it like he died. I don't know yet, but I mean, oh. he not on the scene. It's oh, like, okay. Not like he got the Instagram. I, just, I, was, I was just being, I was He just, might. <laughs> That's fucked up. No, he might have an Instagram. Yeah. But he, he probably don't have an Instagram. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That type of nigga. Okay. So he was like the man. Like he was up there right. in the record company business. But when my magazine came out, my homeboy gave it to him and asked him, you know what I'm saying, to take a look at it oh, right. and let him know what he think. And he came back. He was like, oh, man, I like it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's all steak and no sizzle. Mm. What's that? What's explain that, that means, that means, you know what I'm saying? It got the important information, but he not making it look sexy. He not making uh, people feel it. You know right. what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's too closed loop. It's like what I'm saying. It's just for shorthand for the motherfuckers who know. Mm-hmm. For But for people on the outside... They looking at it like, ah, hey, you know, I, I might. It's too uh, niche It's for too much. It's too much information in shorthand code that it's like if I walked into a room at a college and I'm speaking motherfucking just street vernacular from the latest slang right. of my city and my block. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Blase say skip in the third. Right. And niggas looking at you like, okay. I don't he get it. He seems cool, but yeah. I didn't understand a thing yeah, he said. I'm not connecting. So... How would you do it differently if you were to do that shit to, today? Well, today, more people had to have in that conversation. But the way I would do it now is I would open up the language to, with the, with the intention and the understanding of mm-hmm. the everyday person right. that may need this information. You know what I'm saying? I was just looking at it from, from my own perspective of I have a certain amount of information and this is how it is, y'all. You either gonna change or you gonna be fucked up out here, man. That social security shit finna be gone. These jobs don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You try to shake the shit out yeah, this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, it was fucked up because at the time, everything was good. Niggas was at their jobs, chilling, yeah. having a great time. This is pre-recession. Yeah, it was pre-recession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two years later, the recession hit, niggas was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? At the time, I had already alienated Mm-hmm. The motherfuckers I should have been talking mm-hmm. to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you should have been saying like, you know, 
bam, you in your spot. Make sure that you good in your spot, but keep your eye on a side thing. You Broaden know what it saying? out a Broaden little bit. Broaden it out. Right. But like, man, fuck that shit. What you doing? Because, nigga, that shit about to be a wrap. Nigga, you need to get your shit on, get your mind on your hustle, nigga. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't fair fly too much with, you know what I'm saying? People who wasn't already on that vibe. Right. So go. I don't know why I started talking about that, but. No, we was just talking about setting the table, basically. Yeah. How uh, you trying to uh, apply more of that in your neck and your, right. your, your, right. your, your new future endeavors. Yeah, so, so. So in your in your space, you gotta make your presentation and your your pitch appeal yeah. to people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put some show right. in your program. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, even at your motherfucking house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm a parent. I'm a husband. Right. I'm family guy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Your fucking family will look right past your shit. All your fucking contributions mm. because you're just doing them in earnest. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just doing my thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, food appears. Right. You know what I'm saying? As long as the motherfucking phone ain't off, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't give a fuck about how much you had to pay to pay that bitch. My shit, like $500 a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Long as, you know what I'm saying? Long as shit is moving, operating, nobody ain't giving a fuck how that shit operates. You want to see how it works. You know what I'm saying? Even in that part of your life, you have to put some showmen into your situation right. it's like you like it's like people remember them fathers who come home and like hey y'all shit y'all want to go to the movies and dinner tonight right yeah like that <laughs> say the motherfucking thing you that? you've done that before have you not done that no <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying the hello that, kids the way the shit happened in my house is daddy we hungry uh-huh. all right let's go get something to eat uh, okay and then it's like okay we get something to eat nobody don't give a fuck right you know what i'm saying but, but, if, you, if, but not, if you came home you know you gotta feed the motherfuckers right so if you came home like hey y'all guess what <laughs> what we going to eat mm. yay yeah. you know what i'm saying it's different <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like you know yeah. that you got to take care of certain shit right so a certain cat's it's like, you know what I'm saying? One of my homeboys, he he got a cash business. You know right. what I'm saying? And what he do. Not, it's legal. Uh-huh. No, he got a cash business. <laughs> got it. So he always got a pocket full of money. Right. Because his business is cash. Yeah. So, you know, when he take his kids to get something to eat out to school, it's like he pull out a pocket full of money. Peel off the knot. Peel off. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Daddy always got money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Me, you don't never see my shit. My shit go in the car. That shit just happen out of the blue. Like, poof. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's even so, yeah, go ahead. so nobody pays attention to yeah. that shit costs money. Right. It's like that shit just happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you gotta put a little show into your shit. Maybe you do have to go peel off a few dollars. Like, ha ha ha. Right. You know some yeah. To let people know some story. That this shit is actually costing something. Right. And you actually produce this cash to make it happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. motherfuckers will forget you yeah. in your fucking story. Right. You so you have to make your story memorable. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put some show into your shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it might not be a pocket full of cash, it might be whatever, but you have to make you have to make a a celebration out of things that may seem that that could be mundane. Yeah. You gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta talk about the process yeah. while it's going on. Like I if you talk about parenting, like I always see I always looked at like, I guess I would see like TV parents 
And probably some regular parents too, but I can't think of anything like that in particular. But I know like TV parents and, you know, you see in movies and shit and television, they'd be like, you know, my father always told me, uh, you know, when one thing about business, you know, it was always like, oh, my mother, when she would uh, do this, she would always tell the story of da, 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 da. It was always like back to your whole thing about presentation. It was about there was some nuggets there was some narration to the process. Right. It wasn't just, yeah, nigga, the bills is paid. No, right. it was like, you know, uh, <laughs> well, what happened here to, to make this happen today? And the, you know what I mean? Because right. then people feel a little bit more invested. Yeah, because, you know what I'm saying? You could go, you could do all that shit. Yeah. And then all you get is some kids later in life in therapy talking about the shit you didn't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you if you gave them more of a show. Right. <laughs> some razzle-dazzle. Some, some shit that they could talk about other than some some the, the shit you didn't do. They don't talk about that shit, too. This you know motherfucker would blow the most mundane shit out of the world. It'd be ridiculous. He'd be like, yo. <laughs> but they always remember that shit. You ready to eat? <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? It's niggas, yes! it's niggas who handle their business did they job, right. paid their child support right. every time, on time, yeah, man. ain't gonna get no motherfucking credit for that shit. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's fucked up, but yeah. it's what it's just how people register shit. You can't have live to, for the you, credit. You got to no, you can't live for the credit, but you can do it in the way where you can get some fucking you credit. You hope to get some credit. I mean, not even hope, you would hope that you just do a good job, you get what it is. And you hope that what you put it out in the world is received and, you know, hopefully celebrated. Because honestly, you ain't really going, most of the time, niggas ain't going to really get the big credit until they dead. And that's if you get any credit but, at all. But that's so, the whole point. Like, what, you going to hold your breath? The motherfucker who wins in history is the nigga who write it himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He narrates his own shit. He narrates his own shit. So you have to be a narrator in your shit. Right. So a lot of times you feel like I'm doing it. So yeah. I don't have to narrate this shit. You nah. motherfuckers see me over here working 12 fucking 14 hours <laughs> right. a fucking day, sleeping at my motherfucking computer. But then you That's fucking, just your function. Then you fucking die. All he did was work at his computer. He was never around. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you me. All I did was work at my I didn't computer. know what he did. You That's the crazy shit. They didn't know what you did. Yeah, So, man. So you have to put some show in your shit. You have to razzle dazzle. You have to... You know what I'm saying? It's like like right. like people always talk about with your wife. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stay dating your wife. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and that's a that's some shit where it's true. It's it's true. And it's like you feel like shit. We just went on a date. Right. But it was just like you came home and she came home. What you doing? I ain't doing nothing. Right. You wanna go to movies? Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you go to movies and you come home. Right. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't how you did in the beginning, or well, that shit ain't how you go, would do if you was trying to razzle-dazzle the world. It's not as intentional. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes, I can't, I mean, I think I would look at it sometimes in, in retro, unfortunately, this is, you gotta, you gotta keep the shit going. Because oftentimes when you, you get them how you, you know what I mean, you keep them how you catch them. Right or whatever, you know what I mean, like, like that. But I just for sake of a better right, adage. No, no, but it's just like if dope. if you say it's if you if you saying the fly shit when y'all first get together and all of that shit, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep saying the fly shit. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes my I used to look at the fly shit as G. You know mm. what I mean? And on a certain level, it is G. So what's G? 
just game. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, you know what I mean? Like, it, it depends on how you process game. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you process game. If you, I guess it comes down to, you know, your intention. Some people use game as just throwaway. They saying what they, they just say, they, they just talking out there, they saying some slick shit to, to, to uh, you know, arouse the situation, to, to keep it moving, to, to get a desired effect. Mm-hmm. And... That, I mean that's what it is, but at the same, and I think there's a, I think there's sometimes there could be the correlate, not the correlation, but sometimes it could be looked at as manipulative, right? But it's not always, it's not, it's not manipulative. It's intentional. It's intent. It's like, but I think honestly, for a while, I would see that shit was. I don't even matter say manipulative, but like manipulative or just, just you just saying it to say it. Mm-hmm. But nah, you saying it because it needs to be, be said. said. Yeah, exactly. it needs to be said. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. And shit, man, I been. And if it don't, if it goes unsaid, it's noticed. Right, it's noticed, and then yo, that's what it becomes: nothing, unsaid, yeah, unsung, uncelebrated, yeah, and unrecognized. Yeah, man. I've been married twenty years. Um, this weekend will make twenty years. You know what I'm saying? That's we celebrate dope. our anniversary. Bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm saying? And I've been doing it wrong. Hey man, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing it right it to just, keep it together. Yeah, I've been doing it right to get along. Uh-huh. I've been doing it right in 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 the way that you know what I'm saying, making shit to the where that it's it's secure enough to be stable in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing it wrong in the way that I haven't brought the shine to the right. shit. I haven't brought the sparkle. You know what I'm saying? I haven't even considered the sparkle and the fucking sizzle and all that shit in your day to day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you consider it on birthdays and on holidays. Yeah. But in your day to day, you have to consider your whole fucking shit. You got to be the puff daddy of your whole shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, you just become... Nobody in your own shit. It's like you just don't lotion yourself. You ashy Larry ashy in your lady. own fucking relationship. Yeah, man. So now I came to an epiphany. What's that? Not not too far ago. Not okay. too long ago. Okay. It's just that I gotta put some show into my shit. I gotta I gotta make sure because now you're planning your twentieth anniversary and shit. Okay. And then you know what I'm saying you got kids' birthdays coming up, and then your kids getting old. They about to be grown. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got a daughter right. that's. 11 right. that needs to be shown some razzmatazz right. before she go out in the world. Uh, or you gonna get outclassed by the niggas in the streets. <laughs> her little, my daughter is 11 years old. Right. She has a suitor in the world. Wow. A little guy at a school who been, he been around since kindergarten. It's uh-huh. like, what's my man on Cosby shows? Like Bud. Okay. Like Bud. Okay. He been around, he been in a class, you know what I'm saying, since kindergarten. Wow, he's you know, always liked her. I'm or were they just cool and they now cool. he like her? Okay. He's cool now, he like her or whatever. Uh-huh. And then Valentine's Day came. Uh oh, he showed out. He what'd showed he out. What he do? He did more than he did more than me than he I did in like my whole situation. Motherfucker. What he do? He bought her a fucking necklace and some earrings wow. and a fucking box of candies and a card where he professed his whole fucking shit. Wow, a motherfucking some other shit. Uh huh. What your daughter think? I mean, she came home smiling. Like, hee hee, ooh, 
Taking pictures of her shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, my wife was, trying, my wife was trying to my wife was trying to get me going like I was right. you know what I'm saying? Like Look I'm a that. mad daddy, like I right. you know what I'm saying. But I'm like, I ain't tripping on that shit. I, it's natural. It's natural progression. Mm-hmm. She's a cute girl. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, she's, she's going to have suitors. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I expect that. You know okay. what I mean? Um, but what it did, it's like, yo, you yeah. got to step your whole shit right, up. Like, right. not Valentine's Day step up, but life. Like, your everyday life. Because, you know what I'm saying? She's going to grow up. Right. And, you know, motherfuckers is going to be doing shit like that. And what have you done besides just take care of it and buy shit and buy shit unceremoniously? You know what I'm saying? Like, every time you do some shit, you have the option of just doing it mundane and it's right. done or ceremoniously. Mm. You got your choice. You know what I'm saying? You could be like, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do today. What are we going to do, daddy? Right. Let's go shopping. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Or you could be like, I want these jeans that No. Yeah. Not today. We got to wait. Yeah. And then when the do come, the time do come, like, all right, now let's go get them shits and get them. Come on. Don't look at shit else in this store. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all of the, the context. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's just the perspective. Right. And yeah. you did it. You did the same shit. Yeah. But you had all this other energy on it top of it. It didn't feel the same way. It didn't feel like it was a moment when right. it could have easily been a moment because you make the moment you make you make the moment you can't wait for the moment to be made right you make that you make it you gonna take her to go shopping anyway either you could come in and say hey let's go shopping right or you could be like all right god damn not right now let's let's go at fucking four o'clock yeah you know that four o'clock come you ready You know what I'm saying? yeah because that's what daddies do because you got shit to do to pay for this motherfucking shopping spree yeah, and it's often society kind of let fathers get away with that a little bit more because it's like they're the breadwinner, you know, you know, patriarch, you know, just in per se, in, right. per se, just in historically and whatever, whatever, right? So oh yeah, your father, you know, the father that's always just getting the bills paid or whatever, right. whatever, right. comes home tired, goes, hello, right, right. you know what I mean? And it's whatever where it's like, it's up to the mother right. to be the one that's like, all right, guys, celebrate, you know what I mean? Guys, yeah. See, you gotta, we got to stop that. Man, we have to break that little thing that we've been shown that you got to be the brooding dad, you right. know what I'm saying, counting all the pennies. Motherfucker, right. you made four eggs in your omelet. What, what the fuck? That's $2 worth of eggs, goddammit. It's a different type of cynicism that men have. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at this nigga, oh, happy ass motherfucker. Like, but you should be. You should be happy about what you're doing because you're inspired by your life. Right. But it'd be a lot of motherfuckers like, look at you, man. Oh, what are you smiling so crazy for? What is this? All he did. Right. And, 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 and nah, man, live and it. And in real life, though, as a as of that same narrative that we see of the of the pops that's always trying to keep it under control and you know what I'm saying? Complaining about the They be cost. dying. You know like what I'm saying? 51. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? But that same narrative, everybody else got that same narrative too. Your wife done got that narrative, your, your kids. But it's in the opposite direction to where <clears throat> it's like, you know, they expect that shit from you. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to even see you happy. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Not that they don't consciously don't want to see you happy, but if daddy come home, he just smiling and shit. You happy about some shit you did out in the world. Ha ha, shit. I killed this shit, nigga. Ha ha. It's different. Then they, they looking at you like, what the fuck? He's so happy about it. Then right. they give you a reason not to be happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Subconsciously, <laughs> they uh-huh. throw some shit at you, turn your whole smile upside down. Because they not used to They not used happy. to it. That's not the narrative that they've been taught. Right. It's like, so that's the thing with changing it, and that, the narrative. And that smile has nothing to do with the shit that you brought to them. It's right. the shit that in the world that, that you came from the world with. You came from the world like shit, I don't want, I ain't got that shit done. I done got the motherfucking check. I'm chilling in this bitch. Right. Nah. You supposed to take that same energy and come in and give them a reason to be right. happy as well. Yeah. And therefore you can remain happy. Right. But if not, they gonna make their shit frown. That's why I used to see all the old men, like the men around the way and shit, always be outside cutting their grass and shit with that fucking frown. And be like, damn, why the motherfucker so mad? They always cutting that grass every motherfucking day. Yeah. Cause he done went in the house smiling and shit. They done ran his ass outside with that uh, fucking frown. Like, motherfucker, did you do this though? Did you do that? Motherfucker, like, you know what? I'm gonna beat y'all to the punch. I'm gonna go cut my grass. Mm. Y'all turn this lawnmower on and I can't hear y'all motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> with the motherfucking frown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So you have to get ahead of that yeah. and come in that bitch with the sparkles. And you can't do the shit every day. But on the occasion, they have to remember that you brought the motherfucking live to the house. You the puff daddy of your house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People happy when you come through. Yeah, you 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 got to be the puff daddy of your own house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> take that, take that. Take that, take that. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. Can't stop, won't stop, baby. Ha, ha, ha. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, your kids got to feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? They got to be Harlem shaking right <laughs> next to you. You come in that motherfucker, everybody start Harlem shaking. <laughs> <laughs> with no publishing. <laughs> no publishing. Well, we, we ain't going to do it like that. God damn. <laughs> and I do like that. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh shit, shit, man! That Speaking of funny. shaking and and being in the world, where you gonna be at this week? Hey, man, I'm gonna be in New Orleans. Oh shit, Mardi Gras, uh, doing some shit on the Zulu Ball, which is the biggest, from what I understand, the biggest Mardi Gras okay. ball social club. You know what I'm saying? Um, 15, 20,000 motherfuckers come out. Yeah. Go to their ball. Um, so we we doing a little mini documentary on that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I'll be out there this weekend, and then I'll be back right here in the same space, same time. You know what I mean? should be dope. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fucks with New Orleans. It's like its own country. Yeah. And you know, they got their own culture. And... I've always seen the Zulu thing. The first time I went to New Orleans, we interviewed somebody and they were talking about the Zulu situation, the Zulu ball and Zulu social club. So to be able to cover it and actually see it intimately and and, and be in the middle of it is going to be dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's fire. Yeah, and Then I'm coming back home. I'm flying right back for my anniversary. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I ain't bullshitting, fucking around with these people. Uh, getting the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Put some uh, what you call it? Some uh, some puffy in that. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah. some take that on. Some it. pizzazz on it. <laughs> you know what I'm That's what's up, man. Shit, I'm in these streets. I'll be a stand up New York on the uh, 22nd on the eight and the ten o'clock, and uh, I might have a few other shows that I might pop up throughout the thing. If so, I'll let y'all know via social media. 
Also on Instagram and uh, everywhere else, D Lemon Comedy. And for all the dates and what's going on, DamianLemon.com. Until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.